I am definitely a routine girl. And I've heard from many people that they think routines are boring and it takes away all the spontaneity and fun in life. While maybe that's true in some instances, there is definitely a reason why there are thousands of YouTube videos or even more showing examples of people's morning routines or evening routines, and they are so enjoyable to watch. Have you seen any? We as humans actually want or crave routine, and we might not even be conscious about it. Even if you feel like you're a spontaneous person and think, oh, I could never want routine, you've probably found yourself wanting to have a bit of a set schedule or things to do after chaotic periods in your life. Say after you come home from vacation or after the holidays and all the parties and eating and all of that, sometimes you just want to buckle down and say, okay, let's get back into gear, that type of thing. In this episode, we're going to talk about why we really want routine in our lives, the benefits of routine, how to create a routine for you, some routine ideas, and more. Let's do it. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. There are so many positive benefits to having a routine. In fact, way back when, when I had some people tell me that they couldn't believe how much I love routines, or other people would say, you know, my routines are ridiculous, or, you know, you don't need to do that all the time type of thing, I'd almost feel bad about it. Like, I wonder why I liked routines so much. But now as I know more, I know why I love them, because there's so many good things about them. I don't feel bad anymore. In fact, I'm pretty grateful for the way I am. So let's talk about it. Our minds crave the simplicity or mindlessness that a routine can give us. Our brains are lazy, and I know we talked about that a little bit in other episodes, but our brains gravitate to expending the least amount of energy. So having routine allows our brain to free up and focus on more complex and unpredictable tasks or things that come about. I probably could do an entire episode on just the benefits of routine. (laughs) There are so many, but let's quickly highlight some of the important ones. Here are a ton of them. Number one, routines actually reduce stress levels and reduce anxiety. Number two, they are good for our health. They can improve our sleep, help our cognitive function, and so much more. Number three, they give us structure in our day and help to keep us organized. Number four, routines can help us cope with change. Number five, they give us a sense of accomplishment. Number six, routines can be good stabilizers for our mood. They are calming and comforting. Number seven, routines provide predictability when you need it in those times of unpredictability. Number eight, routines give regularity in your day, like daily practice, and they help you to achieve your goals. Number nine, routines help to maximize your productivity. And number 10, routines are even associated with better mental health and minimize mental health difficulties. The list goes on. It's incredible. I want to take a few examples to really show how it works. Let's take how can routines reduce stress or anxiety? Well, to me, it, it's like dominoes. 
The more routines you have, or maybe I should say the more effective the routine, the more things are planned and then the more you can get done. Then you feel more in control and then the more control you feel, and that's in a good way, the more you feel like you have energy to think about the more difficult tasks of the day. You don't feel stressed or anxious because you have things planned and you are getting things accomplished. Or what about this example? You have a nightly routine about heading to bed by 9.30 and you check what your day is going to look like that evening. You figure out what you need to do or what to wear for the following day. You take your shower and you get right to bed. You are getting a good night's sleep and then you get more sleep. You feel better the next day, right? You have more energy and you have an ability to handle things when you're well rested and you're on top of your game. This feels so good and the stress levels decrease. We could actually see this in reverse. Say you didn't have an evening or morning routine and you got up late because you don't set an alarm and you haven't thought about your day the night before. So then, oh gosh, you look at your calendar and you realize, oh my gosh, I have a meeting. You forgot about it. And then I need to dress differently. So you're scrambling for the right clothes. Then you start feeling rushed and tension is rising, right? You didn't fill the dog food container the night before. Oh my gosh. So now you're rushing to go get the food to feed the dog. And then it's just a downward spiral from there. And your stress levels Yeah, they're much higher than necessary. You can see it, right? So the more we plan and have in a routine, the better off, more calm we are going to be. Let's take one more of the benefits and give an example. And this one is the sense of accomplishment or routines can help us achieve a goal and give us regularity. These benefits to me are related and they all can result from a good routine. I'll give you a personal example here, how I used to practice the piano. In one of my earlier episodes, I think it was the how to have confidence or have more confidence one, maybe the second or third episode, if you heard that, I talked about practicing the piano for a concerto competition. I won't retell the story, obviously. If you want to hear it, you can go back. But I remember when my mom had me start piano lessons, I had to practice every single day. She'd set the timer to 30 minutes and I'd have to practice my lesson. And she sat in on my lesson so she knew exactly what I needed to practice. I started in first grade and so 30 minutes felt really long. (laughs) I just remember that. And when I'd sneak and just try to play anything just to pass the time, she would know. And she heard from the other room and she'd say, that's not your lesson. And she'd come to turn the timer back to 30 minutes. Brutal, right? But in retrospect, I will say thank you, mom, because I do really think that instilled a really good habit and good discipline. It also made me feel really good as I learned different songs and got better. So I think the point here is that the routine or say this main habit of practicing was difficult to start, but it definitely gives you a sense of accomplishment. It brings you closer to a goal or it gives you consistency in your day. So many positive results. So whatever the skill or activity that you're doing, it doesn't have to be piano, obviously. This routine allows you to deepen your work, get better at your skill, and it allows you to really get in the zone more quickly as it becomes your daily routine. It just becomes normal and almost easy. Let's move now into how you could create a routine that works for you. Okay, so now we know the benefits, a lot of benefits, and then we also know that as humans, we crave routine, even subconsciously, and we see in our lives that we need it. So let's talk briefly about how you can create a routine that works for you. There are a few components first you need to think about and decide. Here are three things that I think are really important. Number one, you need to identify what you're needing. 
Are you needing more structure in your day? Or are you needing to really maximize your productivity and be more efficient with your time? Or maybe it's this, do you want to make sure you get that time to go to your yoga class or take a walk outside or play tennis with your friend? What things need to happen in order for this to be in your routine? Or maybe you're looking for more stability and organization so you'll feel less stressed. Maybe you need a routine of going through your emails or finishing tying up the loose ends at the end of the day to make you feel less stressed for the following day. These kind of things, you really need to identify the reason why you are needing this routine. And then once you have that, move to number two. The second thing is to make a list of all the things you need to make happen or that you want to make happen to create the routine. Write them down and then you're gonna see what's necessary and then what you can take out. Also, you really need to make sure it's gonna work for you. So if you're a night owl and you get a lot of things done at night, you're probably not going to write down, go to bed at 9.30 every night because that's just probably not gonna work for you and your routine. For me, I know in my mornings, I need to get myself ready for the day, make the bed, I need to get bare fed, uh, make sure I walk them, those kind of things. And I won't feel relaxed or ready to tackle the day until I know that's all done. In particular, the part that he's done his business outside, right? If you have a dog, how frustrating is it that when you're trying to leave and you're in a hurry and then your dog hasn't even gone number two yet? Ah, it's so frustrating. You see, you feel so bad for the dog and then you get anxiety and all of that. It's, it's crazy. You have to know what works for you. And then moving to number three, making sure your routines are not only those to do things or the tasks, but also factor in some time or activities that give you energy and joy as well things you enjoy. Taking that time to walk your dog or take a walk outside or having the time in your routine to just sit and read for a while. Making sure you have your favorite cup of coffee or tea, which is crucial for me. Those type of things, that that has to be built in your, into your routine as well. It's important to note also that your, you know, your routine is not going to be good or you won't stick to it if you have too much packed into it or it's too stringent or it doesn't work for your schedule. Sometimes when we watch others' routines, we hear about some of them and some of them look so dreamy. The ones on YouTube, I'm telling you, they look so amazing. People's morning routines, they have these cute pajamas on. They wake up all happy. They do yoga in this beautifully lit room and then they make their favorite green tea or smoothie and then they begin to write in their journal. It's so beautiful. They're so relaxed and it's really just fun to watch. On the other hand, uh, my mornings are definitely not like that. (laughs) When I wake up, I feel like I got hit by a truck. I am sure my jammies aren't cute. It's usually dark in the room. The time from waking up to actually getting ready is pretty rough for me. I'm sure my husband would agree. I don't want you to ask him, actually. But as I'm getting ready in that time, I actually start to, you know, wake up a little bit. I start to feel better and then I can start to finish the rest of my routine. So I start to do the other things. I remember a few years ago, I tried to get up extra early for a while and I would do some gratitude and uh, time in gratitude and then spend some time journaling. And oh, it was just hard. It was just hard. Those early morning hours are just not as easy for me. Then I know I have to adjust my routines to the times that work better for me. You get the point here. Not every routine works for every person, and then you just have to make it work for you. Okay, 
How about this? What about if we need to get control back from routines that we used to have? Sometimes things happen that can derail our current routines. For example, look at the past few years, right? So say you used to have a great routine of going straight to the gym after work and it helped you keep consistent with your health and you felt great. Then bam, everything shuts down. You were working from home. There was no office and all the gyms were closed quite a change for many people. And maybe that even happened to you. This is when you have to adjust and form new routines. So you have to find ways that will get you back into the healthy pattern of finding the time to work out for that example. Sometimes it's not as easy to identify when your routines get broken. And sometimes it's just a small little thing that derails you or it's not a big change, but that small change can really throw your routine out of whack. An important thing to remember is that routines are not habits. Routines are a practice made up of a group of habits. And sometimes to get back control and back into a routine, we first have to make sure we understand our different habits. If your routine has been kicked out of whack, the key is to figure out what was the keystone habit that's missing or that has changed. The keystone habit is the idea Charles Duhigg discusses in his book, The Power of Habit. He talks about even though we have many habits in all facets of our life, certain routines have keystone habits, which are ones that lead the way for others to happen as a result of that main habit. As usual, I'll put the link to his book in the show notes. It's such a great book. Let's go back to the early example we talked about, and that was the one going to bed at 9.30. The keystone habit there was heading off to bed at 9.30, no exceptions. And that triggered a few other of the habits like figuring out what your day looked like for the next day, getting things organized for the morning, those ideas. We talked about them earlier. So as a result of this routine, you got a good night's rest. You had a great day. You were prepared. It was a smooth morning. It just has all of the positive benefits that followed that routine. But let's say one week you found a new show on Netflix. Oh my gosh, right? You loved it. And you're finding yourself binging like a couple episodes every evening and pushing your your sleep time like further and further. It just creeps up on you. And then sometimes you're going to bed at 1130 or maybe it's 12. Now this is really messing up that nightly routine. Then in the day you feel tired you're more irritable, you had trouble focusing, you found you had higher stress levels because you're just not getting things done. So in other words, your good habit, that keystone habit of heading to bed at 9.30, put yourself in such a better place all around. Knowing that keystone habit, knowing how to restore that habit will be key if your routine is off and you definitely feel it. So as you're thinking about it now, what routines do you have that are working for you? Or what routines got thrown off somehow that you'd like to start doing again? Or what new routines do you think you'd like to form to help you with your day? So before we close, I thought I would share a few ideas of routines to help get you thinking about it. Some morning routine ideas can include getting up at the same time, making your bed, getting ready for the day no matter what you have going, getting two to three small tasks out of the way so you don't have to do them later, spend time meditating and writing in your journal, drinking lemon water, having a healthy breakfast, or making a healthy lunch for later. So those are some ideas of morning. Some day routine ideas can include tackling a big project early in the day when you have more energy, Scheduling blocks of time for different projects, focus time or email time, meeting time, those kind of things. Taking time out to move your body and tracking your progress against some of your goals. 
And then some nighttime routine ideas include reviewing your day the night before, making sure you're planning for that next day, what you need to bring, what you need to wear, those kind of things, making sure you have the coffee ready or the lunches for the kids ready, anything to make the morning smoother, spending time meditating or or in gratitude, focusing on a few positives of the day, remembering to kiss your loved ones, and trying to go to bed at the same time every night. That one really makes a huge difference. Just some ideas. I know you obviously have your own. I just thought I'd add those in. So let's recap. Number one, remember, our minds crave the simplicity or mindlessness that routines give us. So creating positive routines is critical and can give you so many benefits. Number two, we talked about the 10 benefits and we obviously won't relist them here, but many of them greatly improve our health, reduce anxiety and stress, add structure and organization to our day, can be calming, give us regularity, all of those things. And number three, when thinking of creating a routine for you, remember those key factors. There's three of them. One, identify what you're needing. Two, make a list of all the things you need to happen in a routine. And three, make sure your routines are not only the to-do things or tasks, but also factor in some time or activities that give you energy and joy. Number four, if your routine has been kicked out of whack, remember to figure out what was the keystone habit that is either missing or that has changed. And number five, there are many examples of routines that you can add to your life, but remember to do what works for you. Remember, small changes and consistent action can really reap big rewards. Having small daily routines can improve your health and give you so many things. It will really create that positive ripple effect in your life. I would love to know if you have a routine that's really effective or if you might start a new routine as a result of the episode. That would be so cool. I'd love to cheer you on. So let me know. But before I end, I just want to share one more thing. As you know, listening to podcasts is such a great way to learn and consume content. And we can listen while we're driving or walking the dog, planting flowers, whatever the thing. It's one of my favorites. And starting my own podcast has been such an amazing thing for me in so many ways. So if you've ever thought that you might want to start your own podcast, but don't know how to start, my friend John Chow, who is host of the Perspective Maintenance Podcast, is launching the Podcast Creator Course. And in his course, you're going to learn everything, all the aspects of podcasting with a detailed step-by-step process. He's going to give you the skills that you'll need to create a professional podcast. He's really amazing. I love how he cares about everybody and gives you so much support. So there's going to be live and interactive sessions, mentorship, tech support, the whole thing. You're going to love John, and I know his course is going to be crazy good. The course starts on June 20th, so if you want to learn more, go to thejohncollective.com forward slash course. I will put the link in the show notes. So let's wrap it up with a quote from one of my favorite teachers, John C. Maxwell. You'll never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.